Hulk mad. Sorry, that's not the best way to start the podcast, but Hulk mad. Hi everyone, welcome. This is the Immaterial Gamers Podcast. Livecast, episode 250. Kind of number. It's a number. Live from the Copper Box Arena in London. As my background, but otherwise from Manchester, England, it's Brian. And also D. Also Manchester, England, but living in um, Cola Cola Stick Field, Blurryville. Very right. That's how it works. Speaking of cola, like I said, I said to D in the lead up to this podcast, if you're listening, you just fear to the mind or watch the YouTube VOD. One or the other. This here is a bottle of Cola Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. That's irrelevant because all Coca-Cola products have the same issue. Now, I've said to D and warned him I am going to be an angry bastard. I am the Victor Meldrew of grains of sand on the internet today. There's going to be many reasons. Victor Meldry was the lead character of the uh, BBC sitcom One Foot in the Grave about a cranky old man. Oh, okay. That's the the thing. Are you going to be Grandpa Jack from... um, From... Wait, you mean... You mean mean Father Jack? Father Jack. Feck! Right there, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. The cow is also going to be little and far away. Don't. Anyway. These bottles now. Right. We all know the whole thing about, you know, recycling. Yes, very important. I do that. I do my recycling just like everyone else. You know, bottles and glass go in the bottle bin. You know, paper goes in the paper bin. Rubbish is there. And, you know, D does weird stuff with freezer bag clips. Um, oh, did you, right. you you think that when oh, I have a rant, I just immediately tunnel vision into this raging red filled void? Kind of, but not always. Anyway, yeah, these bottles. It's great. I am attached because it says on the front of them, I am attached to recycle together. That's great. Now that lids can be recycled with the other plastics, that's great. Tell me though, why'd you do this? I like that. Why? Why stick the? I mean, this is great. And you know, if you want to just drink, I mean, I know you're not supposed to just drink straight from the bottle, but let's be, let's be honest. I'm a lazy fat bastard. Of course, I'm gonna. You know, I'm gonna drink straight from the bottle. The issue is, I. This isn't the reason I got rid of the beard, by the way. I know Duncan was very, you know, when we did Team Fight Thursdays, and you know, I made the I made the comment that that somewhere. Uh, somewhere out there, a ginger porro exists. I didn't get rid of the beard because I just wanted to get rid of the beard. Hi, Jaffa. Welcome. You're in the mid. You've you've joined us mid podcast. Welcome. Hi. In the middle of my rant about why the stupid, the stupid bastard lids on stupid Coke bottles need to stop because I can't have a beard and do my lazy bastard finger drink from the bottle at the same time. Last time I did that, I pulled out half a mustache of hair. <laughs> So, just for that, yeah. You see, now I've took the lid off. Now you're left with the problem of a giant sharp bit of plastic on the side. Which means if you do then drink it, there's a chance of cutting your face open. Can't win. Can't win. You know, absolutely can't win. You know, there's absolutely... No lid. There's zero way. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's fine. There's zero way of me able to drink in a bottle... Oh, can't even pour a coke, right? Look at that. Hold up. Look at that. It's more head than more red. Moral of the story: just don't drink for the pop. That's no. Absolutely <laughs> not. So anyway, yeah. Well, that's how I've been going on. How's your week been? Mm. <laughs> Asleep for most of it. Such a change in energy. <laughs> Such a change in energy from just like rah, 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 and D. Ugh. 
stop it. Let's just have the strings cut. The decent side. <laughs> ah, look at Ryan and his and his and his stupid. Oh, Ryan, Ryan and his and his and his bad week. Oh man. So how's yours been? Snip. Well, there you go. <laughs> I can pop it on a string, except the string is being covered in. Sh no. But no. Um... Steph loves Ryan's bad weeks. Of course he does. Love pain and misery. Duh. End of the end of Diablo Four. But don't even get me started on that shit. Because there's a new story. There's a new story later on. Later on, here's me. Here's me struggling my ass. Uh, you know, struggling to to beat Ashava, the big dragon. 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 Big dragon. Ah. <clears throat> big dragon. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. That that comes out of. Comes out of, oh, I can't even describe it. It's, it's awful. It's awful. It, it's a giant sphincter. Let's, let's, let's just. There's, there's no other way. Just, just saying it. It's just a giant sphincter. Get a rogue to nineteen. I got a sorcerer to twenty, and then realised he's absolutely awful, along with everyone he ever actually did the boss run with. And so, therefore, will not. Will didn't get his. Uh, Taskmaster, and then Taskmaster season two is so far the best, seeing as I'm watching them backward from season six. Yes, for some reason, Steph's Netflix is showing him the. Is it is it actually like showing you the last episode of Taskmaster first? So do you like realize? Do you know who wins the season, and then it goes backwards? No, no. So they're just showing the seasons backwards. Which, to be fair. Right. Which, to be fair, doesn't is not too problematic because because each each group of contestants is only there for a season anyway. There's no real continuity in in necessarily in that regard. Sometimes there's continuity between episodes in the season, but still. Um, what can I say? I've not really been doing much. Played a game of I played the Aramalian. That was fun. That was phenomenally weird. Five yeah. S's. Or oh, three S pluses. One S. One S minus. There's still S's. Yeah. The way I see it. People all playing the best way. Yeah, it was just like, holy crap. Well, I mean, that's a bit yeah, weird. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to just have to do a thing on this. You see, that's Netflix's fault. Champion of Champions isn't technically a series. It's a special. And everywhere else identifies it as such. Netflix and their weird archaic things having to be in a season or a limited series or something can't just place a special in between two series. So it has to just go, this is season six. It's like, it's not. It's not. It's absolutely not. Season six is season six. Or series it's six. It's like a... But yeah, just... the other thing is I've been catching up with One Piece finally. Uh, it was all in Japanese, so that took a while. Hmm. Oh dear. Ah, I'm gonna rant, aren't I? I'm gonna end up ranting. Um, it's not great. Um, do you think four years stuck on the same island is a bit long? Uh, and they're still going. Man, it is. It is hilarious. It's, I mean, yeah, yes. Four, four, four years on an island is just, it's just too damn long. It's just too uh, long. They've uh, not finished yet there, and they started before lockdown. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, D, Jaffa's got the right point there. Um, It basically just sounds like Lost. Four years on One Piece on one island is, you know, is, is basically the series of Lost. Minus the flashbacks yeah, and the flash forwards and the flash sideways and Weird smoke monsters oh, the... and stuff like that. It's like, what? Oh, yeah, you know what? Uh, well, actually, wait, smoke monster. Flash forward. They, they had flashbacks and flash forward because they actually went through time. Okay. Flash sidewards. As in ah. move. Ah. <laughs> uh, Lord does it as a move. Because I... he can go in a 360 sphere. Anywhere yeah. in the 360 sphere. Because it's law. Still, the sta statue of limitations. For a start, I haven't watched Lost. 
right, for a thing that I just haven't watched Lost, so don't worry on that. But... I watched the first season of Lost. That was about it. But it's like, for example, if you tell me if you tell me now that you've not watched Die Hard, for a start, I'm... I would I would head over to your house, Paul. Jaffa. I would head over to your house, give you the Clockwork Orange treatment. I right, okay. I don't mean the supreme ultra violence. I mean the force you to watch <laughs> it with your eyes, toothpick style, sort of thing. But four was horrible. I I will mm. take your word for it, dude. I will take your word really? for it. I quite like three, three, because that was Simon Says. Like I. Oh, Simon says in the. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, no, three was fine. Four was. I'll mm. tell you this: I've still not got around. To... Yeah, <laughs> and here's the irony: I've not got around to watch five. I haven't watched a good day to die hard. I don't think I have either. I... Mm. You, you can lose it. You, honestly, it's, it does. It does it's, nothing. It's like um, me. If four Flash was, to... if four was. If four was the adventures, if the four was the adventures of John McClane and his estranged daughter, a good day to die hard is the adventures of John McClane and his estranged son. No, but it's like the, the thing that kind of thing is me. How many fast shows is it? There's now ten. Ten. D, but you, I mean hey. you don't understand. You don't understand, mate. It's about family. Hmm. Family, 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 family. Right, so what? Guy from Crank. Well, he's not even in that. The Rock, the Rock wasn't in Crank. Jason Statham was in Crank. The Rock was. No, but both of those are. Look, I saw the GIF, and I don't know what Fast and Furious film it is, but you know, the series is ridiculous when the Rock has a the Rock's character has a broken arm in a cast, and then when he realizes he needs to save the world. He doesn't even smash it. He just flexes. He flexes <laughs> yeah. and it explodes. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I mean, I mean, this is this is the series where <laughs> alcohol free night tonight. Oh, yeah. Well, I was gonna say um, what I'm gonna be talking about. I, I, I can't remember. I need the alcohol, honestly. The other one is the uh, what was it? Roman in a tank, or was it? Uh, yeah, Ro- yeah, yeah. In the in the spin-off. So actually, technically, so technically, there's no, no, technically, there's eleven. There's only one spin-off film, wasn't it? Hobbs, Hobbs and Shaw. No, so the Fast and Furious one to ten, and Hobbs and Shaw is a spin-off, and Roman Reigns is in Hobbs and Shaw, Mm. which was the film that he, which was the film that he, um, hmm, that's the film that he uh, shot while he was. Having his treatment for leukemia for the second time, and now he's come back and he's become the biggest heel in the world wrestling in world wrestling entertainment, and is now heading towards a thousand day title reign. I wasn't <sighs> talking about I didn't know ended. that. I didn't know the, there was a wrestling. Was yeah, called. Roman Reigns. He was like a big Samoan guy in the tank. Uh, no, I was thinking of the tank in seven or eight or whatever. It's the dropping out of a fucking airplane. Oh, oh, the you know what they also did? Like, they? No. they dropped a tank out of an airplane in the in the eighteen film. Which yeah, one they're... was Tokyo Drift? The bad one. I mean, the third I mean, one. Technically, number four. Technically, was actually eight. No, te- eight in the sequence. Drift, yeah, Drift is third, but was eighth in in time because they put themselves into a hole. They dug themselves into a hole. They didn't realize the franchise was going to go that far, so they'd set one in the future. And then yeah, realised that they didn't want to kill him off and they needed him in other ones in the um But infinity. that's why uh was it eight or whatever it is. Yeah. He goes the, the end up in Tokyo at the yeah. funeral. Yeah. And then it turns out he wasn't killed, he was just kidnapped all along. Look, unless such, unless Fast Ten ends with a car being driven by Dominic Toretto going into space. <laughs> Fast ten can only end in disappointment. All right. Yep. Pretty just, much. Just, just how that's going to be. Um, so yeah, you noticed that we haven't played many video games this week, so that's probably why we're just talking. We played a bit of lol. Yeah, lol. We do that every week. Yep. Um, what do you do tonight, Pinky? 
try to take over the world and play well. <laughs> what, what, what are we going to do tonight, Bray? I try to get an S rank on Lilia. <laughs> well, In the world. I've got, got three level six tokens now. Mm. Well, one of them for each three separate champions. I've got a Swain, an Annie, and a Heimerdinger. They all walk into a bar. No, sorry, yeah. did I say a bar? That Annie? was actually Jax's lamppost. Well, here we go. Here we go. Uh, so you walk into the bar, Annie sets it on fire. Swain's sat there manically going, whatever. And Heimerdinger's he, well, like, no, he asks if they'd like a drink. <laughs> and Heimerdinger's sat there going, Horitz, blow shit up. Well, I mean, I mean, to be fair, Singed and Heimerdinger would know each other. And Annie, I don't know. Hey, get involved as much as you Swain. want on this. Just, just how this works. It keeps, it keeps conversation flowing. Um, uh, oh, Swain is the is the other champion I got. Oh, Swain. So, Swain. Nice. So it's a tyrannical dictator, yeah. a little girl, and and Annie. No, little girl is Annie. <laughs> I know. Sorry, I was just. Who's the third one? Heimerdinger. Heimerdinger. So a little. A brainy, a brainy Piltoven scientist. Who's like 900 years old or something. Yes. And has seen some shit. <laughs> if, 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 you basically, if, you, if you basically go through his character arc in Arcane, he basically has seen some shit. That's, that's, that, is his, that is his role. It's like, like um, no magic, because I have seen things. But it's like, um, Harbinger is basically the same age as Yoda. Pretty much. Right, death battle, get on with it. Heimerdinger versus Yoda, let's go. <laughs> uh, but, um, how old was Yoda near the end? Uh, how old was Yoda near the end of Star Wars? I don't know, he's like... So 900 thereabouts. We, we, we had it. It'll give Heimerdinger a run for his money for age. Yeah. Oh, there, there's one for you. If it's 900, how much... Um... When does he retire? Oh, he's, well, I mean, he's already living in the Conservative government's pension scheme, so... Yoda wouldn't have a pension left. <laughs> I mean, I guess all he needs is herbal remedies every now and again, and, you know, he's he's, he's good. He's golden. Uh, what's not golden is this uh, background, by the way, because uh, League of Legends MSI 2023 has been going on in London for the past two Nearly three weeks. Okay. Uh, it's wrapping up soon. Okay. Uh, but we're like going through upper brackets and lower brackets, and as expected, the the eastern teams are dominating. <laughs> Is basically where that, that comes along, and uh, that, um, China and Korea. China and Korea, yeah, and the western teams. Oh. Uh, in terms of the major regions, the LEC and the LCS are not doing so good. It got to a point that they're, this, they're operating under a new format this this year. So they're operating under a double elimination bracket. So the idea is, yeah. you know, you lose one best of five, you'll end up in a lower bracket. Lose another best of five, you're gone. And right. through all the first rounds, uh, let's see, China beat no, it was Korea beat LEC team. They beat Mad Lions. T1 beat Mad Lions. Did I get that right? Gen G beat G2. All the way around. Don't worry about it. Doesn't matter. Basically, Korea beat Europe. Korea beat Europe. And then China beat America, which was a uh, it was it would be like BLG, the Billy Billy Gaming versus Cloud Nine. <laughs> And um, Golden Guardians were beaten by uh, another one. So now, basically, the the upper bracket it was as as it was was Korea versus Korea <laughs> and China versus China, and then in the bottom no. bracket was Europe versus Europe, NA versus NA. Um. Oh. And now it's at a point that G2's next opponent, as of, as of tomorrow, we're recording this on a Monday, there was no game today, uh, will be taking on Billy Billy Gaming in the last man standing. Because G2, G2 then destroyed Mad Lions and believe Golden Guardian. Oh, C9, Cloud9? 
beat Golden Guardians. Let me just have a look at the LOL Esports. Can have a look at this, how this works. So the next games over the next few days. Yeah, G2 Esports versus Billy Billy Gaming, Cloud9 versus Gen G, and then JDG versus T1. Um, and then there'll be three days worth of action from there. So, okay. yeah. But the thing that's come up on this, a lot of I- issues that come up, is what I would call the state of Europe in League of Legends esports at the moment. And this is probably where the rant is going to come along. Because uh, there's a lot of pressure and a lot of... Uh, there is a... There is a Past the pandemic era, there has clearly been a skill gap that has widened. It is wider than the Atlantic Ocean at this point, though, between the skill level of Western League and Eastern League. Um, and it it was shown. Doesn't that happen ex- in most games, though? The, the, the right, okay. Korea and China have had have been better but personally not this much better there's clearly they they are clearly better than other teams in the world but over the past couple of years specifically it's just it's a gulf it's it's a gulf to, to the point where you know people could argue that let's be honest at this point the LEC and the LCS are wildcard regions as well we're just which uh, uh, our continent's uh, teams are just turning up, are just being invited to Korea and China's party and then yep. given a slice of cake and told to piss off. <laughs> We're it's having like, the rest um, of the cake. Uh, it's like, can we, can we participate, please? Okay. Oh, oh you can come on. Hi. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're good. yeah. Hi. Um, there's a bench. If you just warm it for us. That'd be great if you could just if you could just cool down the um if you could just cool down the 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 if you could just cool the drinks so that we can have a nice fresh drink when 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 we're done playing yeah it's like no 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 yeah. don't worry don't worry yourselves don't worry yourselves you don't have to come and play with us just, just at this point just just be around this, by the sounds of this at this stage we just need east versus west oh well no they do have but that already that's that is. MSI and Worlds, to be honest. What what they need to bring back is Rift Rivals, which was EU versus NA in just mini-games and stuff like that. It was a, just um, a very specific tournament. Um, but anyway, this gap yeah. was not shown more clearly than during um, than during Mad Lions versus Ryan. Bring up the bloody schedule again. That's not the name of the team. Uh, was Mad Lions versus T1. Okay. Um, who beat them three and zero in a best of five? G two started fine for the first game. Then Korea turned on the, oh shit, they're actually playing. Uh, we better step up our game. Button in their brains, and destroyed <laughs> uh, Mad Lions. To the point that um, Mad Lions are now the holders of the second shortest game in mm. in competitive history. They were defeated by T1 in the final game of that series in 16 mm. minutes and 47 seconds. Ouch! Now that's an Aram kind of time. Yeah, that's an hour, Yeah, that's an Aram time. And now take into account that they put a feature in Summoner's Rift that towers are hard, that the front or the first tier towers are made harder to destroy for the first 14 minutes of a game. Yeah. They, they are fucking tough. Yeah, like, that's the whole idea is that... Because um, that shield, bullshit shield thing that you The plating business. Yeah, that the each, each plate that is taken off a tower for the first 14 minutes of the game, each plate that's taken off a tower makes that tower harder to destroy. Because it gains resistances equal to the amount of plates that have been destroyed, or to the point where it's really, really hard to take it on. Now, it's not to say that a tower can't be destroyed before fourteen minutes. It's been done many a time, but I've done it. About but to, eight. to to basically oh, okay. at this at this point to basically get to destroy an inhibitor within thirteen minutes 
it's just really madness. Co-op versus AI games don't go that quick. Yeah. So, so this this is where I'm going to this. This is the slow unraveling point of my issues that I've got that I need to get off my chest today. Start with Mad Lions and end okay. with XL Esports. And there's a reason behind that, and I'll get to it. So, Mad Lions got destroyed. Now, take into account that on the week that Mad Lions got destroyed, the LEC, the League of Legends European... Oh, sorry. The League of Legends European and Middle uh, Middle East and Africa Championship, because it used to be just Europe, now it's Europe, Middle East and Africa, also known as the EMEA region. Okay. Yeah, E for European, M E Middle East, A Africa. Yeah. Um so yeah, so the championship, the LEC had finished, and at the end of each split they do what they call the all pro. So they get all the teams and all the players to vote for who they think was the best player in each role and then say it's it's basically like picking it's like, it's like football and pick, and getting all the teams and all the players to pick the top 11 mm. you know so like, here's your best goalkeeper here are your best defenders so on and so forth now the LEC had voted and a lot of this and I can I can I can agree with it and it's just a slight problem that comes up though a lot of it is what's called recency bias so the so, Mad Lions had a really awful uh, regular season. They finished eighth. Okay. They proceeded to win um, the LEC split, and so therefore, because people don't people saw this team, you know, come from the shit bottom to outright winning the tournament for that season. Recency bias can recency bias can come into play, and you just go, "Yeah, yeah, this team has been great the whole time." I personally wouldn't afford it. The fact that there were no players from BDS who performed pretty much perfectly throughout the entire split, the entire regular season, and only fell short at the end should have had at least a couple of players filling the roles. In, in regards to that, but they didn't. It led to an all-pro where four out of the five members of this all-star team were from Mad Lions. Which is a bit of a nod. And like I say, though, it's a player vote. It's a player vote. It's a team vote. There's no public voting in regards to this. This is just, compared to your peers, who do you think the best players are? And it just came up like this again. And it's, you know, it's just a bit odd. And therefore, it puts a massive pressure on, you know, a massive bit of pressure on the team, especially when one of the players on that all-pro uh, team uh, is the subject of horrendous, horrendous levels of constant targeted abuse. So, best mid laner for the all-pro team was Mad Lions's Niski. Plays well, sometimes doesn't play well. But you have to take into account that they are a pro player, and therefore their bad day is still about a hundred times better than any of our good days. So, and if anyone's got anything to say about that, remember, remember the the, the whole thing on this. You can slag off pro players as much as you want, and you can constantly try and say, "Oh, I'm better. I'm better than them. Give me the chance. I could do it." It's incorrect for the one simple reason: they're there, you're not. Yeah. So don't give it that. Um, but yeah, so, uh, when Mad Lions crashed out, when they lost to T1, there was a picture by a Spanish shoutcaster. Don't know the name. Not relevant in this particular case. Uh, basically, comparing the two of them, uh, two people, El Yoya, the Spanish jungle player for Mad Lions, upset that he lost to three. You know, you lost this series. And then a picture of Niski uh, laughing. Because apparently you're not allowed to laugh when you lose a game, even if you lose a game in 16 minutes, 47 seconds. That's just... even You're, you're not allowed to laugh because it shows you're disrespecting everyone. You're disrespecting the country that you're playing for. Shut the fuck up. 
Sixteen-minute okay, thing is. There we go. But yeah, sixteen-minute um, loss is just ridiculous. Yeah, not it is. It is. Of. It is. It is a bit of a loss. But, you know, it's it's a bit shit. But it's one sixteen-minute problem for a season that they've managed to overcome everything against arguably one of the best teams in the world. Mm. Have a bit of expectation management. It's not that not that difficult. Yeah, it basically all come down to a massive argument of um, disrespecting this guy because he's he's an he's an embarrassment to Spanish League of Legends, which is all great. But he was a European team playing at a worldwide tournament. That means nothing. Um, but you know that all come up, and then, then 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 comes up the problem when you at the LEC do their All Star and their All Pro votes. It's public information. Or I should say, once everyone has casted their vote, it's public information. And so you could okay. see every one of the nine teams and the nine sets of players who could um, win, you know, who could vote. Yeah, I said nine, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's ten teams in League of Legends. Or in the LEC. There's ten teams. There was one team who decided... Well, as it says on the ballot, it says, did not participate. That can mean various things. But it was Excel. It was Excel. And this, this hurts me as a fan of the team. The team because, because when... Yes. Because when you are currently because of news that has come out over the past couple of splits, when you are currently the most hated team in the LEC, proceeding not to vote on something doesn't do your PR any justice. It doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't help. In fact, I can say this, I'm a fan of, I'm a fan of the team. If I'm going to, if I'm going to sit there and rant about them for a second, just one second, I'll just, just just for now. Yeah. Just just for now. Okay? You you're a fine team. But I feel a bit of a hypocrite if I just sit there and criticize while while wearing your merch. So just just place you there for a second. Seriously, what the fuck has happened? <laughs> that's that's the thing that I just say. Like what the what has happened to XL between last year and making playoffs twice and fulfilling this sort of underdog story narrative to having just problems everywhere. Management problems from what it looks like. This at the core part of it, it's management problems that are the issue here. There's people arguing about players not gelling together and that, you know, they're they're all bad and, you know, it should have been expected and 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 blah blah blah. And then a part of the issue that's come out is that there's a League of Legends investigative journalist by the name of uh, Duncan Thorin Shields who did an expose on Excel a month ago, not long after their elimination from the, the spring split um, about basically contract contract shenanigans let's, let's just call it that contract shenanigans, contract bullshit um, breaches, potential breaches of German employment law um, and stuff like that. And, and, and through that, and through that thing, has been told that basically he feels that XL Esports shouldn't even be in the LEC. The organisation shouldn't be there. And XL have stayed silent. And I can understand why, to a point, you can't, you don't want to say something or defend your actions and there be, you know, um, yeah, that the, the, the then turn out you defend, you know, say something that then taken in evidence and context becomes problematic to your defense. At the, on the other side, you don't want to just outright go, yeah, we did. We did break no laws though. We, we did. What of it? Because you're not helping the PR case. At that point, relations will just go down even further. But to say nothing and just act like it's not going on, 
personally to me is the worst thing you can do. And I've I've, I've like just watched going on. I was like thinking, oh no, it's all right. The team, the team that I you know that I watched a, a BBC documentary about and became a fan of the team because of the fact that they were able to be honest, even when it would hurt them. It was brutal, but it was honest. To just sit there and not say anything is 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 crap. <laughs> to be honest, um, it it hurts. It hurts. They have a documentary, and you know it's about their thing. And there's a, you know, a, I got a comic book. <laughs> I got a comic book. This is this is the thing. This is the way I'm a fan. The comic book's called Fight for First. The whole idea was, you know, not resting on your laurels and taking the punches and you know trying to be better. The tagline of the the tagline of the bloody team is the power of better. As a fan here, I'm not seeing it, and it hurts. I understand now. I can understand why people do this. Why people do this with their football teams, to be honest. It's a thing, and so this this sort of XL of being pilloried by the LEC production twice for being invited to all team meetings and not turning up. And then we get this, this did not participate thing. And granted, there are three reasons why this could have happened. Two are viable. One, and this for the for the purpose of props, is a tinfoil hat conspiracy. A kitchen roll up. Tinfoil. The the, the jokes. Tin... Anyway, I know. And it's saying the joke, doesn't it? One tinfoil hat conspiracy. And I'll go through the three things on here. The first one is they didn't. They they were given the ballot by the LEC, and they said we're not doing it. Now you're the only team that hasn't. And as far as PR goes, that's at that point you've basically just turned around and said, "Don't care." And given the fact, again, though, given the fact that they are the most pilloried uh, team. Some of it for good reasons, some of it for not. There's red flags regarding former players and staff. Basically, given the the WWE treatment, I should explain that, D, just for, just for a second, just so you're aware. The WWE treatment is what I call when, or is what's called when, when a wrestler is sacked or released from their contract mm. by WWE. They generally get a message that says such and such a wrestler has been released from World Wrestling Entertainment. We wish them well in their future endeavours. That statement is key. That last line. If WWE had a problem with the wrestler they've released, they would say WWE has come to terms and released this wrestler. Full stop. And at that point, you can tell immediately whether whether it was a you know a good termination of contract or a bad one, purely by whether it added it, whether it added that extra sentence, whether it added, "We wish them well in their future endeavors." In esports and with what XL used to do until recently, when a player was released because they traded them for someone else, they did a farewell video. When a coach was released, they did a farewell video. Recently, and this was as recent as at the end of at the end of summer last year, two players, jungle ex jungler Marcoon, ex top laner Finn, did not get get their farewell video. Actually, I think a Finn one may have happened at some point, but some happened. I'm sure there was a farewell at some point, but they were just dropped. No farewell video. No thanks for your your stuff. And red flags come up when when players and staff are released from a company and they all say the same thing about what was happening behind the scenes and you get to the point that in the middle of an LEC season the two former XL players are I don't want to say reveling in the woes because they're being as professional as they can be without being jerks they're not outright turning around and going I wish you, you know, I wish you went under blah blah blah, but the idea of subtweeting 
you know, making a, a statement about someone and then saying, you know, making a tweet about someone without directly mentioning the person in question. Hmm. When you're making things like, you know, uh, pictures before disaster, and it's a picture of Tim Reichardt, the the owner of of XL, um, you know, just there in the background, and you say, when they're when they're feeling justified for not being part of the team anymore and vindicated, I can absolutely understand. But you know, at that point, it's you your job as an org to fight that and go, look, yeah, no, I'm on, yeah, we're sorry, we understood. However, we had this plan in place and blah blah blah. Could we have done it better? Yes. Could we have given them notice? Absolutely. But our plan, for good or ill, was what we were looking to do. That's all you need to do. I mean, I'm not even in the fucking thing. I'm a 35-year-old man just sat there watching a, watching a gameplay by a majority 13-year-olds. Let's, let's be honest. What do I fucking know? But anyway, yeah, so there's that. The second reason is they forgot. They were given it, they attempted to send it, it didn't happen, they forgot. That's 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 bad management. But it's not it's not what we call intentional, it's not there's a word that I'm trying to to say, it wasn't it wasn't part of the plan. It wasn't you know what I mean, it wasn't it wasn't their intent to, 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 to be absolutely dickish with the the thing. Yeah. They negligent negligibility it was net negligible yeah that's that's where i'm sort of getting but it was not it was not intentionally it wasn't fake they did it on purpose it just yeah happened. they didn't yeah they didn't do it on purpose it just happened and circumstances you know, and blah, blah, blah. yeah that again though needs to be better because prior to that that wasn't what it felt like to me so anyway the third thing the the tinfoil con- conspiracy is that xl weren't asked I don't think that's true, though, but just just sort of imagine the scenario. You are the LEC at this point. You've heard this stuff. You have clearly got this information about uh, an organisation that are being alleged of fucking around with people's contracts and careers. What better way to, to try it? And, and knowing, though, that it's it's scummy, or you know, allegedly it's scummy, but it's not illegal. You, and the only way you can get rid of a team in the franchise era of esports, where a team, where you've got to remember the team has purchased their slot, the only way you can get rid of them is a competitive ruling. And that has to be done inside the game. So what do you do? You you make you make you make you make you make a team not welcome without outright saying. You need to leave. Do you get? Do you get where I'm? I'm getting at here. That's why I'm saying the the yeah, theory yeah. itself is so so batshit stupid and insane that it cannot possibly be it. But it's on the table. <laughs> you know, we don't we don't we don't want you here. Sell your slot. We can't tell you to sell your slot. We can't force you to do it. But we don't want. We're gonna you make here. your life miserable as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna make the org as miserable as possible. Um, you're not you're not gonna be attending these meetings. Oh, we might send them five days after the meetings already happened and then say, why did you not turn up? It's a weird conspiracy, and that's why I don't think it would happen, because like I said, that would be so unprofessional, and that would be so not esports. Well, it would be. Oh, there's a, a thing that happened in Negretzko, if you've ever watched it. The, 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 the anime about the Red Panda? Yeah. Right. Okay, please um, tell me how this is going to come along. I'm... <laughs> well, what happened to Tone in the last season was... He wasn't allowed to be fired, but they put him in a new position on his own mm. with nothing to do. Right, yeah. So they, they, they forced him into a scenario that he couldn't... He got promoted to a division that didn't exist on his own in a room. All for, the sake, for the sake of him just going, ah, right, fuck this, I'm off. Because he's not allowed to be fired. Mm-hmm. They forced him to a. They forced him into his own. So they give him a promotion, disguised thinly disguised of, we're gonna give you no work to do, 
So you come into work to do nothing. Mm -hmm. You're going to sit in a room all day and do fuck all and see how long you last. Yeah. We can't fire you, but you can you can quit if you want. You mm -hmm. can do not. It basically it forced them out of the company. Yeah. Because they basically jerked them around. I, I say basically at that at that point this leaves sort of XL esports and I say I'm putting it back on now because I'm trying to go back to the fact that I am a fan and I want this to you know I want to be able to support a team but my God come on please I know I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not gonna get a response if I if I if I tagged this video to to the CEO of XL he's not gonna respond he's not gonna respond to me. I'm I'm a grain of sand. I'm not in the esports journalism. I'm not in a you know. I'm not this massive thing. I'm a I'm a fan of one particular org, who, you know, who 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 swayed me into their support, and I'm questioning and you know I'm questioning and critiquing and criticizing decisions that have been made. It doesn't answer to me. I'm just you know I'm just a little fan. I mean, you know, just the problem is it they're in a situation where they are looked at as being everything. There is a view on people that they are everything wrong with League of Legends esports or the LEC in particular. I take umbrage with that, to be honest. This is the same year that XL have been hit with these allegations. The same year in the fact that one of the former players of Koi, formerly Rogue, Oda Wamne, had to tell a story about how a member of management in Koi had basically told everyone around him that don't bother trying to get him for a team, he's retired. That was news to him. Mm. Forced retirement. So, yeah, yeah, Odoamne's retiring. There's no point in trying to sign him. Excuse me, who said anything about me retiring? What? No, forget what they're saying. I'm active. And then, of course, there's, there's, there's G2. And there's no way you can say it. G2 have done great for esports. They are they are the successful team. They, they are what they are. That doesn't give them carte, carte blanche to bypass every single whatsoever and they had the greatest PR offensive the greatest PR charm offensive regarding the fact that their former CEO of G2 was a um, potato apologist and got what? suspended got... there's a there's a there's a there's a absolute mental out there called Andrew Tate people just call him Andrew Potato don't worry about it okay. we just call him the potato there we go um, known for known for sending TikToks about living the high life and success and blah blah blah, and it just happens to coincidentally go with the fact that he's a misogynist. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was suspended for his views. Um, and G two, the organization, were only going to suspend him for eight weeks, unpaid. And then he was going to carry on being the CEO of the company. The only reason they got rid of him was because, and they did get rid of him, but they got rid of him because G2 Esports lost the franchising rights or the franchising option for a Valorant Esports team in North America. Valorant, you know, the upcoming, the, the growing Riot first-person shooter Esports. They lost money. Bottom line. He was sacked because of a bottom line. So don't let anyone think you go on the idea of, oh, but no, 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 no. You see, you know, XL do all this. None of the other teams in, in, in the LEC have done anything bad. Yes, they have. <laughs> know this. I will criticize the team that I am a fan of, but I will absolutely do the same for everyone else that makes shit like that. Because that also becomes a problem with the esport scene as it as its own, and the PR charm offensive of inviting. Sure it if it, uh, hold on, I was, I was in I was in All flow. Right. Sorry, but the the whole idea of of um you know having a charm offensive of two weeks before the thing, do your roster announcement by inviting as many of the LEC talent as possible, cast a talent to do a music video. And to then have a sponsor, or to, to get a sponsorship with one of the main sponsors of the league itself, I've been told it isn't conflict of interest, but still, you know, it, 
just just whitewashing a whitewashing a dirty situation out of the way and then just turning around and going yeah we we, we can do this because we we're successful we've had success you you will get called out for absolutely everything you're wrong because you're not even you're not even winning from it so um yeah with with that like i say i like i say i could i could tag people in i'm not, I'm not going to and i should say also say this is nothing against the community of the xl of xl esports they are fucking awesome i'm happy to be in the in the little in the in the discord server and and spouting you know having me spouting nonsense and just having to be able to chat with people and the current um the current community and socials manager laura she's great awesome made me feel welcome in there it's it's just fun and it's going to be a shame you know that she's uh that, that it's her last week as of this point so whoever whoever takes up the community thing and there better be a community manager because community is key um you know it's a shame that's there but that's my ted talk <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, that, that that's Ryan Rance for Jesus Christ, nearly thirty minutes. Well, yeah, it's basically roast tinted glasses. No, no, roast well, roast tinted glasses is nostalgia. That's just when something wasn't as good as you thought it was. This ah. wouldn't. This this isn't. No, that's that's something different. That's um. I don't know what the actual term would be. Just, just basically ignoring the bad, because the good you feel outweighs it. Denial. Uh, well, it's not continuity eh. denial. It's much. it's sort of a it's yeah it's and it's not it's not hypocrisy though. That's that's the thing. The, the people on there, the genuine fans of, you know, the the orgs that I've mentioned. But they're also probably understand that you know, harmful harmful decisions make it sort of tough to to do it but you know to defend but they're going to i'm definitely not going to go on a crusade of saying to people you know you need to stop your support for these teams and want everything to go bad but you also need to be vocal you do need to let people know when things are going wrong. don't don't be don't be nitpicky but if there's something serious that's happened they're not going to, you know, players are not going to change if they don't know what's going on or if you don't tell them what's going on. It's just mm. just as it is. So, you know, that's that. Uh, right. It's time to do very quick news because I've okay. spent the time that we're supposed to be talking about the news. Ranting. Uh, on my soapbox, I believe the term would be. So uh, let's go on it. Big news. Big news in the form of Activision Blizzard. The, done this time. the merger, no, the merger has been approved Ooh. by European by European regulators. Okay, so that is a giant hurdle that's been cleared, according to this Verge article. Let's, let's just go. Oh, hooray! Martin shared games are now available for me to play. The, the the thing that I'd be currently playing on his on his library at the moment is Tales of Symphonia, and I'm not doing it now. I've got Tales of Symphonia on my library somewhere. Say that. Uh, no, I can't because for a start, Martin's just loaded up another game in his library. So it's just just how that is. But uh, yeah, so according to the Verge and many other things, I saw it on Sky News earlier this afternoon. Um, the EU have agreed to the same issues that that um, sort of agreed the same concerns that the CMA. The UK's competition authority have have um have had in regards to cloud gaming, but they have agreed with Microsoft's proposals in regards to the market share, and have therefore accepted the merger to go ahead from them. So this now leads into a weird situation that if Microsoft then get it, if they get the US to agree, and sort of a, an Asian market to agree then the only people who have disagreed to the merger is the UK, and therefore that would mean Microsoft would have to request approval to do business in the UK. The same UK who have said they didn't want this merger to go ahead in the first place. So I guess it could throw some questions up in the air about um, 
you know, whether whether Activision Blizzard could operate their servers for UK players. Oh. Which is a bit tough, considering uh, the second piece of news. Diablo okay. 4! Okay. The new... Yeah, the new, the new game. Activision and and an absolute mental human being of a man. A man of a human being. Human being. A guy called... Uh, oh, God. Pronounce this right, right? Wood, Woody Joe? Woody Joe? Woody Joe. Woody Joe. I was going to say, uh, I would know. you? Uh, sorry, go on, Dave. I was, I was, I was, I was going to say, you said a mental case, and I went, Hiroko Kojima? No, 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 no. No, but he's... So, Diablo 4 has world bosses. Okay. So, Diablo 4 has sort of changed a little bit from 3 in the idea that you don't just start with a party of people. You can enter dungeons as a party, but the main mm. sort of world of sanctuary that you're the part of Sanctuary that you're in for Diablo 4 is open world. So in any given area, you can share that area with like up to 12 mm. people. A bit like Destiny. In mm. a sense of like this. It's not like MMO servers, but sort of big. It's not like Huawei, there's like 10 billion people in Dara. Yeah. It's not yeah. like... So up to 12. There's so many people in Dara and it's um gets to the point where you just log out yeah. So so yeah, you can have up to 12 people in an area. And in particular in world boss areas, you can have up to 12 people. And then you take on a giant monster and you have to deal with doing it within a certain amount of time. And and if you die, then you've got to, you know, lose time and and stuff like that. Or you can be Woodyo, who not only beat a a Shava, which is the world boss currently on display, or that was on display this weekend for Diablo 4's Server Slam, a stress test open beta before the release of the game. Mm. Um, not only did you have to beat it. the... You had to beat the level 25 world boss at level 20, because that was the maximum Ooh. level. The maximum level of the other betas were 25. Not this one. It was 20. Not only did he do that, he did it alone. And not only did he do that, he did it on a hardcore character. Hardcore characters are die once and that's it. Yeah, and not, not, not only did he do that, he did it on the highest difficulty that you can currently do it on. The man oh, is a mental the case. The man is an absolute mental case. I mean, congratulations to you. Well done, well done, man. Appreciate it, but Jesus... Hot for style, you are making the rest of us look bad. <laughs> he did hardcore he max did level. Vet- veteran, which is world tier 2, because rather than difficulties of Diablo being like easy to torment, there's a mm. set of world tiers that, as you play through, it plays a bit like The Division. So mm. like, you have access to the second difficulty from the beginning, but you have to beat the game's test they call it a keystone mm. dungeon. You have to be a keystone dungeon say, um, to be given the right to do the next difficulty level. And the, so uh, on and so forth. The wall. Or whatever it is. The what? It's like, the wall. It's just like, yeah, you need to pass the wall. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I understand some of that. Uh, but yeah, no, you see, for me, it was just like, it was it was basically the division oh, to the me. Wall. You had to complete the game, and then mm. by completing the game, you would gained access to the next difficulty level. But then if you wanted to mm-hmm. get access to the next difficulty level, you had to complete a certain set of instances on a higher difficulty level, and so on and so forth. You had to basically... Yeah, they were gate-kept. It was, it was just gated content. But prove that you could beat it, and you got access to the next difficulty. But congratulations, Woodio, and I am sorry if I butchered your name, and you see this on the internet somewhere. But well done, sir, you crazy, crazy bastard. Yep. Um, it's all in a word box. Yeah. And last bit of news. Um, you know, there's a there's a there's an MMO based on Lord of the Rings. I assume you should, because okay. I'm sure we've played it at some point. I think it's Lotro Online or whatever. Yeah, that's the one. 
Lotro. Uh, yeah, Amazon have uh, decided for some reason they want to compete with the franchise that they have bought. What? Amazon, Amazon Game Studios are looking to make a new MMO based on Lord of the Rings. Okay, so Lotra. But but between, but sort of, sort of you know between the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. Okay. Uh, yeah, Steph sounds like yeah that sounds right. That sounds right of Amazon to just compete with themselves. I mean, granted, I believe Standing Stone Games. Lord of the Rings Online isn't owned by Embracer Group and and Amazon, but I mean, really, that game's been going on for years, has got a fan base, and is pretty much developed. Why are you competing with it? Why? Just I... is there has anyone got any reason? Could anyone think why? It's yeah, like the game that tried to break. It's like all the games that try to take on Warcraft. I, yeah. <laughs> Just for we can take on Warcraft. Good yeah. luck with that. But good luck with that. Just, just madness. Just, just madness. Oh uh, dear. Can't right. Anyway. Yeah. So, with that, we've cleared the news. I've got a lot of stuff off my chest. De-listened. De-side. We've done everything that we did. Everything that the Twitter said we were going to do. So. That's just... okay now? Yeah. Brian I can good. breathe now. Brian good. I can breathe now. Well, right, anyway, we best wrap this <laughs> we best wrap this podcast up. Um if you've come in and watched and listened. Sorry. Mm. I mean I mean we appreciate it. Um and if you liked what you heard and you want to you know, get in contact with more. Give us a follow. You want more? Uh, you want more R R's mm-hmm. and oo oo's. <laughs> yep. And then uh, give us a follow, a like, a subscribe. Yeah, do all that business. Follow us on, on stuff. Steph, Steph wants what we can't have. Please don't. I've got people at my work asking for, um, hmm, verbatim, titty streams. I've told them no. Um, what they did, what they can get, and what they can promote if they really want, is beat the wheel twelve hours five idiots on Sunday the twenty eighth of May. That is Jesus. That's that's under two weeks away. Yep. Oh, it's getting closer. It's getting closer. It's getting closer. It hurts. It hurts. Um. But you know, there's all that. If you want to sort of watch an audio version of this podcast, or listen to an audio version of this podcast, we're available where all our podcasts are served. And then... Everywhere. Yeah. Current schedule for um, the next week or so. Thursday, Teamfight Thursdays. Uh, Back on the Convergence, it's it's Teamfight Tactics again. We'll do a second training session of Off the Wheel. So we'll go for that. Uh, Friday play session. Don't know with who. Don't know with what. Don't know when. Um, we finished. <laughs> we finished. Uh, uh, we finished harvester last week. Mm. There was not enough alcohol in the world. Oof. There was not. Not matter. Uh, it was. It was certainly an experience. And I told Andrea that. As, I told Andrea as much. Um, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Tales of Symphonia play. Uh, role playing not in my games. Getting close to the end of the game now because I'm just getting to that point. I've just got the big side quests, and then like the point of no return to go. There's probably I've probably got about three or four sessions left. Um. So today that was we're doing the podcast instead of the the podcast was yeah I did the not yet titled Monday stream unfortunately without you I did it last night. Um. Mm Uh, it turns out if you know if if there's nothing going on and anything happens soon, maybe we'll do another session at some point. If it just turns out, for example, there's only me and you on Friday for play session, we'll just do an extended speed brawl session there. Um, okay. Because at that point, the last, um, the last episode of speed brawl will be Monday. <laughs> you like hmm. speed sleep? Oh, you sped slept last night instead of the podcast, sir. Uh, 
honestly, just there speaking with Steph normally, and then I just look at my computer, I do something for a second, and then suddenly I just hear. It's just it's like, it's like a walrus going off. Just like yeah, it's like a Klingon had sneezed. <laughs> um, you know, so that that I happened. Still find it, I still find it hilarious that the Tribbles are the Klingons' greatest foe. Yeah, just yeah, there's no honor. Um, so so yeah, Sunday Sunday will be podcast uh, there as well. Monday will be the last episode of Speed Brawl. Um, it'll basically be Guinea League or bust, and then that's that. Because on the Tuesday next week will be the not yet titled launch day stream where I will be playing Double Stallion Games' and Riot Forge's Convergence of League of Legends story. Or at least I'll be making yeah. a start on it. So, uh, you know, that'll that'll happen from there. So uh, follow us so you can uh, keep an eye out on when we're doing stuff. And then from me and D, and, and from the contributions of, of Jaffa and Steph, have a good night. And we will catch you later. Toodaloo. Right. Toodaloo. Bye.